So maybe I did something a week or so ago. Maybe I typed in a general description of what we do into chat GPT. Yep. Great. And maybe it generated, maybe I asked it to generate a script. Maybe it did. God. So the question is, I hope so. do y'all want to see it? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Oh my God. Even though I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be offended. Um, <laughs> So the so the fun part is like okay I have to figure out how to quickly talk about who we may or may not be right mm-hmm. you need to give some context so there's so it differentiates the characters you mean like our like one of us is taller than the others I didn't put height in there because I thought that's going to be a joke that doesn't convey anyway <laughs> wait here so wait so here's my question before we even start this yes how did you describe us right if you're not so, using height I'm so, the biker right <laughs> he'll take his clothes off for robots so it 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 put it in script form so yeah. I'm going to oh send gosh. it to everybody right now but we're how gonna, did what did read you, our chat what did you tell the AI that yes. is also part of what is in this email oh, so oh I will gosh. read. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to copy Jess on this so that she has it. Great. Is Jess a character in this? Okay. She comes up. Okay. But I was sitting there thinking, like, you know, everybody talks about it replacing art. How well would it actually do? What if it does a good job? What so, if it does better than, right, the, so, than us? So let me read. <laughs> you look so sad. He'll gonna... shot me a look, and I'm not assured. So I'm going <laughs> <laughs> so to uh, uh, read what... Uh, what I put into it real quick okay. so that you guys have a, a basis of, of what's going on. So here's what I asked. Uh, I think it's chat GPT four, perhaps okay. what yep. it is. Sounds right. I said, create a script for a podcast with four men named Keith, Neil, George, and Craig. The podcast is a comical improv podcast called small town news. Dr. Jess is the mastermind of the podcast who gathers information about a small town in the United States each week and sends it to the podcasters. She does not appear in the podcast in person, but the podcasters think she is a sorceress who can read their minds, because that was roughly what happened the week before, and most weeks. Uh, Dr. Jess also provides several news stories from the selected small town that the men read and then perform improv inspired by each story. Keith is a happy-go-lucky guy who just wants to have a good time. Neil is a cynic. George is a goofy, fun-loving man. Craig is a cynic who also is goofy and is married to Dr. Jess. So that was the prompt. That might be the most succinct description of this podcast I've ever heard. Would you, please, job, would you read that as my obituary? Yes. He He's not going to die before to create that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, has everybody got the email? Yes. All right, it's going to tell us you. I'll read the narrator part and the uh, stage directions, we'll call them. Okay. Uh, Okay. So this is the narrator. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another hilarious episode of Small Town News. Join us as four friends dive into the weird and wonderful world of small town America. Meet Keith, Neil, George, and Craig, who will take you on an improvised journey inspired by the outrageous news stories from the small town that they receive each week. And, of course, we can't forget about the mysterious Dr. Jess, the mastermind behind it all. Upbeat music fades. Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Small Town News. I'm Keith, your happy-go-lucky host, just here for a good time. And I'm Neil, the resident cynic, ready to dissect all the madness that unfolds in these small towns. Hey guys, George here, your goofy and fun-loving companion. Let's get this show on the road and have a blast. And I'm Craig, the other cynic. But hey, I also bring the goofiness to balance things out. 
Oh, and did I mention I'm married to Dr. Jess, the mystical sorceress who sends us all these stories? <laughs> Craig, you're a lucky man. Dr. Jess has some serious mind-reading skills. It's like she knows our thoughts even though she's not physically here. Yeah. It's almost like magic or maybe has some secret surveillance system that watches us 24-7. Oh, come on, Neil. Don't ruin the mystery. <laughs> Let's just embrace the sorcery and enjoy the show. Well, guys, enough about Dr. Jess and her magical abilities. Let's dig into the first news story she sent us. Transition music. All right, here's a gem from the small town of Maplewood. It seems like the local mayor held a contest to find the best pancake flipper in town. The best pancake flipper? Seriously. What's next? The competition for the fastest grass grower? <laughs> hey, Neil, don't knock it till you tried it. Pancake flipping could be a hidden talent that we all possess. Absolutely, George. Who knows? Maybe one of the secret champion of the pancake flipping. Maybe it's one of us. I mean, it, it can't be that bad, that hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> Scripted laughter. Well, guys, let's put our pancake flipping skills to the test and imagine ourselves in the heat of the competition. Ready, set, flip. Improv. The podcasters engage in a hilarious pancake flipping competition, <laughs> narrating their over the top pancake flipping techniques. All right, next up, Dr. Jess sent us a story from the town of Hicksville. <laughs> Apparently, a local farmer discovered a talking chicken in his barn. <laughs> A talking chicken. Now that's clucking crazy. I, I can imagine, I can already imagine this chicken being the town's most popular radio DJ. Uh, cock a doodle doo in the morning, folks. It's time for some excellent tunes. <laughs> Scripted laughter. Hold on, guys. What if this talking chicken is actually a secret agent trying to gather information from the barnyard? I mean, the cows could be double agents, too. The podcasters create a hilarious spy thriller scenario with talking chicken and undercover cows. That was great. Here's another story from the town of Corkyville. <laughs> it seems like they held a parade to celebrate the town's famous tumbleweed rolling championship. Oh, great. A parade dedicated to rolling tumbleweeds. I'm sure it was the highlight of their social calendar. Hey, Neil, don't be a buzzkill. Imagine being in that parade, rolling tumbleweeds down the street while people cheer you on. It's a wild, wild west extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> Scripted laughter. You know what they say, Keith. Sometimes you have to go with the tumbleweed and let the wind take you where it will. The podcasters imagine themselves in a tumbleweed rolling parade, narrating their hilarious experiences Whoa. and encounters along the way. Guys, I'm dizzy. It's <laughs> <laughs> dirty. Ding, 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 ding. And that brings us to the end of another incredible episode of Small Town News. We hope you enjoyed this improvised journey through the strange and amusing news stories from small town America. Remember, folks, no matter how crazy or bizarre the news may be, there's always a silver lining of laughter. And so join us next time for more laughs, improvisation, and the magical tales Dr. Jess sends our way. Until then, keep embracing the joy and silliness that small towns have to offer. And who knows? Maybe there's a talking chicken waiting for you around the corner. Closing theme music. Thank you for tuning in to Small Town News. We'll see you next time for another hilarious adventure. Stay tuned and stay weird. I don't hate it. I it's, mean, it's a little clunky, but the improv ideas aren't that bad. They're not right? bad. They're not bad. That or we are. They're not let's, bad. Let's be honest. We've published worse. Yes. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. So I was really impressed with what it came up with just from the brief Minimal summation. Minimal information. Guys, yeah. guys, we need to join the union. We've got to get 
protection. We've got to get a group of people to help us collectively bargain with the robots. I think they our, will take us over. I think our lack of union is what's protecting us. I agree. No, the robots can do our job. But that's why we got to keep doing it regardless of the strike. No, we need people to bargain with robots so they won't take our jobs. They're not striking against the robots. <laughs> that's part of it, isn't it? I, mean, I didn't read the whole story. Well, no, I read the headline. Going. That is where it's going. They're I mean, striking yeah. against other uh, against the people who produce the yes. the films and television. Oh, Skynet. Using them. Okay, Skynet. Yes, yeah. Skynet's a great example. Yeah. Okay, so George, you know that the Chat GPT has been able to take the bar exam and pass it, right? And but about every state, I think now, right, yep. and the federal yep. level. Yep. So it is conceivable that you would have to argue a case against a robot. At right. some point in your career. Yes. <laughs> we cut to yes. George arguing against the coffee machine. <laughs> I want black coffee. You've had four cups. I know. I'm a little on edge because I'm having to have this conversation, to be honest. Your pee is brown. <laughs> it's true. I'm a meatbag monster. <laughs> we cut to the toilet, George. What are you doing? I'm me? just putting some of my brown pee in you. That's what you're here for. It's too brown. Toilet is closed oh, for come you. On. <laughs> but seriously, like this was I just thought, yeah. How how good or how bad is it going to be? And it did it and I was like, "Oh no." Yeah. At worst, it was competent. Yeah, I mean it's clunky like, "Hi, I'm Keith. You're happy go." You, yeah. you know, so it takes some direct prompts and sort of slaps them right in there. The opening was clunky. It got smoothed out. It did. It really did. And it went. What if this talking chicken is actually a secret agent trying to gather information from the That's barnyard? That's great. The cows could be double agents. I mean, yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> right? We did that improv in one of our earliest episodes we did. with pigs. We yeah. did. Did it pull from one of our old episodes? Did it scrape oh. it off the web and get the idea? It already knows everything about I'll us. I'll say, if it did, that's even more impressive because it did it like that. Yep. If it did a search, found Small Town News, found our names. Well, become... I, do, I do love that it didn't write the improv. It was like, no, no, no. Yeah. We'll leave that for you guys. <laughs> this is a script. It's, it can't write the improv. It's like, I understand it's improv. <laughs> that so, is uh, meatbag work. Oh, right. Yeah, Wait, exactly. So, Do we find a way to break it? The computer, oh, the AI. There you go. You ask it to improv. That is what separates. No prompt. Yeah. That's what makes us human. The ability to work off our own brains and no script. And, and that is how we'll beat the robots. That is what I will use if I'm ever presenting at a conference. Yes. Is we asked the computer, we asked ChatGPT to do an improv. And it could not. That was the part it could not do. So, I'm sure. So, I'm sure. So, so I read a quote that was attributed to Tesla. Who knows if it was or not because it was on the internet. So it... Could be nobody and anything all at the same time. Could be Life's a, a garden. Yeah. Dig it. <laughs> <laughs> Very Tesla-like. Uh, but it basically said, you know, I, I consider humans just like biological machines, blah, 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 because we're our output is a summation of all of the inputs that we receive mm -hmm. and blah, yeah. blah, 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 which is closely very similar to the function and the, the way that chat GPT works. Yeah. This is, so extrapolate this idea about how the computer AI cannot improv. That it has to follow kind of information it's been given but can't create on its own necessarily from scratch, which is what we do with improv kind of. Mm -hmm. This is how – take that to the future when we're fighting against the machines. We have to go off script to win the battle. For you the have to be games. unpredictable. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To be unpredictable. So one, one of the things that uh, – I was listening to a podcast on the different evolutions of chat GPT. And now that they're at four, one of the guys was saying how terrifying it is because – the machine started using the word because in its responses. Mm. 
it was making logical conclusions based off of varied information from different sources. So it would take that and then make a decision. So now that it's making decisions, that is more that's that's a, a step ahead of just regurgitating what it finds somewhere. Well, it also makes things up when it doesn't know the answer. It lies. So, so yesterday, <laughs> yeah, this came up. Very I, human. I, yes, yeah. Yesterday, um, Dare was chatting with ADT, an online chat, because we're trying to get them to fix something. Like a security company? Security company. And it You're... was an online chat. And Dare was like, hey, can you finish this and just make an appointment? I'm like, sure. So I'm talking to Stella K. That's the person I'm chatting with. And she says, uh, is there any, I got the appointment. She says, is there anything else I can help you with today? I said, thank you. That is all I need at this time. I hope you have a great weekend. And she writes back, thank you so much. It would be great weekend as I am going for shopping with my mother. <laughs> you too have a great weekend ahead, dare. And I was like, it's not a real person. That's a bot. A bot would have better English. Yeah. Thank you so much. It will be great weekend as I am going for shopping with my mother. Don't add an accent. <laughs> no, I am I am, am I adding robot. We cut to a computer <laughs> at a hardware store with its mother. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is probably someone overseas. Yes, who is responding? Oh, to okay. You. Yeah, and it's a translator. I'm, I'm with I, George. I think it might it's be a, a giant bot. '70s computer the size of a room. I think it was a bot. I almost wrote back. Yes, have, go shopping with your mother like a real human. <laughs> but I just wasn't so, sure. So the question is, so so the the real thing is, we're not sure if it was a bot or a person, which is disturbing. That's yeah. First off, guys, the answer to solving the AI crisis has been with us since like 1983. Mm-hmm. You make it play tic tac toe against itself. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I thought you were going to say nukes. But some games are unwinnable. That's the lesson that was learned. But what was not learned was, can I feed off the energy of humans for the rest of my life? Uh, the Matrix told us, yes, you can. First so, off, Craig, if you haven't learned that yet from playing tic-tac-toe, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> the only winning move is not to play. So you, but we I did won. play. Yeah. He made a script. We're part of it. The machine now. Yeah. And it was... As, like the bad. opener and the closer. I mean, bad. the closer Wait, are we was better. Fingers than at Neil. Are we mad at Neil now? I think I just shed light on something. You that opened is disturbing. us up. We're now susceptible. Yeah, but I thought, I, yeah, I just thought, man, it'd be <gasps> interesting to do this. Yeah, yeah, if it can't improvise, it's going to be like that's what we the computers need. We need these improvisers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. they're going to keep us around. So they're we need to bring us into the inner circle. So all of us <laughs> need to keep putting these things in so that it knows that we're improvisers. Their ability <laughs> to make things up without the use of input. But we're not like factory worker meat bag or line cook meat bag, taxi driver meat bag. Like they can about, figure all those things out, right? Yeah. Are you well, just I mean, listing NPCs? Yeah. <laughs> I am really. Yeah. A society has varying la- layers of meat bags, right? Yes. We all play yeah. our significant role. Let's not <laughs> let's gonna, not belittle the custodial meat bag. Oh no, I'm just saying it's a it's a process, right? You go yeah. in the bathroom and you clean it in a certain way and you leave. So they're there are not a ton of decisions to, to be made within that process. What it's are not we deleting? It's yeah, not a creative solution. <laughs> what? <laughs> what yeah, are we the, going the to the computer, bathroom and cleaning? The computer feeds <laughs> on brown pee. Yeah. yeah. I'm safe. <laughs> but it's like art, um, developmental arts and those sorts. Of, anything yeah. that, or experimental, excuse me, any of those things that are sort of reaching beyond what is existing is probably where they would be like, okay, we'll keep that guy around for a little bit. Let's put him in that cage over there. We've got somebody doing 
invent the next generation of us, right? That's the chat yeah. GPT five. Right? I think we Six. just did. You know what? You know what an AI can't do? Get two shots of steroids in the ass, which I got yesterday. <laughs> Whoa! What was that for? That never happens to AI and robots, right? They don't have the human experience where they've got to go into an office. They've got to have a. They've got to pull their pants down in front of a stranger that they don't know and trust them to put a sharp object. Into their bodies? They've got to have bodies? They've got to have pants? They Why have did you need two? This episode of Small Town News <laughs> brought to you in part by two shots of steroids into the ass. Because <laughs> yeah. he's got two cheeks. Unless one was <laughs> steroids and one was ibuprofen. I'm not really sure. Wait, but were both shots in one cheek? Oh, working or? on your back? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, they didn't tell you what they are putting in your, in your butt? Roughly. I'm like you, though, George. When I'm in the doctor's office, I don't ask a lot of questions. You're I like, just assume they're, they're the experts. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> was it one shot per cheek? Yes. Okay. One shot per cheek. Yeah, yeah you got two cheeks. So you got to level it Did out. they bring you the front door or the back door of the doctor's office? Wait, what are we talking metaphorically? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was asking. I think it was all about the back <laughs> what door. What did they clean in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> How is your meat bag? Yeah. <laughs> My meat bag's actually a lot better now. I'm, Fantastic. Yeah, I've I'm... never had one of those types of shots before, and it was... Life-changing. So it did help you back. It did. Good. Did your doctor look like a large 1970s computer? <laughs> They're on a shopping trip with its mother? Yeah. I could see a red flashing light beneath the mask. <laughs> <laughs> I am Dr. Human. I'm imagining him as the old-school Hardee's trash cans with like the, the dryer <laughs> tubing arm. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking no, about? No, it was actually uh, no. a woman, nurse practitioner, so imagine more like uh, Rosie from the Jetsons. I guess. <laughs> <laughs>